listening to one and only Tanya J, right? So today I want to talk to you about being kind to others. I'm going to start it off with a poem that I was inspired to write about God. It says, greatest love of all time is the love of God. He created you and wants you to know how loved you are. God is consistent. He never changes. And that is why you can depend on his love for you. He proved his love when he sent Jesus to die for our sins. You have to trust God above all else. So his love can anchor your soul in this life. Trust his love. Don't doubt it or him. He will never hesitate to show us how much he loves us. And because he does love us so much, he wants us to learn to love one another, to be kind to one another. This world is so dark right now. It's as if we can't get over ourselves in the offenses that other people do toward us. And what that does, it builds walls of resentment where someone hurts us. We don't want to talk to them the next day. We want to sever relationships. We want to just say, forget them. They hurt me. They hurt my feelings. And we perpetuate the behavior of the enemy because that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to get upset with one another so that we can't be kind to one another. He wants us in offense, hurt, looked down upon. You know, what is most interesting about what I'm talking about is we can clearly see when others hurt us, get on our nerves, offend us. Offend our children. Offend something in our lives. But this is the harder question. Can you recognize it when you've done it to someone else? When you don't speak to someone else. When you don't welcome someone else. When you refuse to embrace someone else. That maybe doesn't look like you, that maybe doesn't have as much money as you, that maybe isn't as important as you think they are. 
So what I'm saying is we have to not be ignorant of Satan's devices because if someone doesn't acknowledge you that you thought, oh, I thought we were good. I thought we were cool. It hurts. But if you've done it to someone else, they hurt. So then you get a whole bunch of people that go to the same church, the same job, the same association. Like maybe you go to a step class or whatever it is. Now we're looking at all these wounded people. But. What Jesus says in the word of God is be kind and do good to those, especially those of the household of God. When Jesus taught in Matthew, the Beatitudes, he said clearly, do not pay evil with evil, but repay evil with good. Love your neighbor as yourself. And sometimes I wonder if we do love ourselves, because how can we love God who we don't see, but can't love our neighbor who we can see? So then the question becomes, do you know what the love of God is? And to be able to express kindness to others, because you can quote scripture all you like, but if it's not in your heart, you're not going to follow it. And that's why he gives us 1 Corinthians 13 to say that love is patient. Love is kind. Love is gentle. Notice that it's kind and gentle. A lot of times when Jesus is dealing with us, he's kind and gentle. But then we're not being kind and gentle to others. And then if you say you can't treat others kindly or gently, just look at the example of the Lord. When you do something, he does not break your neck. He's patient with you. He's kind to you. And don't forget, it's the goodness of God that leads men to repent He keeps on telling you, come on, you can do it. I know you can do it. And this is why it's so very important to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. Because if you walk in the spirit the way that God is telling you to do, you're going to ignore your feelings. And listen, they are real. They are important. But. As you grow in God, you have already said that you want his will to be done. His will can't be done without you. You know, Jesus um, in the book of Hebrews says he had a body for God to use in the earth. And we've told God that he could use our bodies. That he could be our Lord and that he could be our savior and that his will could be done through us, that we would decrease so that he could increase. But then I asked the question, why 
aren't you decreasing? Why what you want is being done and not God's will? Because I know for sure that if you're doing something to someone, the Lord is in the background in your mind telling you, don't do that. Don't say that. Fix your attitude. I need something to happen in this person's life. And we become ineffective when we are not following the leading of the Holy Ghost. So he's leading us by his spirit. But we decide we're going to we're going to walk by it. We're going to walk in the flesh. What I can see, what I can taste, what I can feel, what I can hear, what I can touch. So if you're walking in your senses, how could you be following after what God wants? And in each of those moments that you choose to do what you want to do. Jesus is not Lord. You are. And and recognize that you do have a choice. You don't have to listen to anything that he says. You don't have to do what he tells you to do. That doesn't mean you're not saved. It just means you're hard-headed. Do you want to get it together? Do you want to follow him? Do you want to please him? These are questions that you have to ask yourself. What did you want to be in the Lord when you gave your life to him? Does it match up to what you are giving out now? Have you accomplished the goals that you set out when you first got saved? Do you spend time? serenading the Lord and praise of him and giving him worship. That's due his name. He says, if you love me, you will obey my commands, not just what's written. That is with each situation that you find yourself involved with. Can God tell you what to do and you follow his lead? That is actively listening and engaging In being aware of the will of God. I know for a fact. That. There are situations I do not like. So my mother has six children. I have one brother who passed. So that leaves five girls. My mom is now in her 70s and the Lord has just really been dealing with me to be honorable toward her and show her more kindness because she can't move like she used to move. So... She asked me to wash three loads of clothes. And so she doesn't have a, um, what is that called? A laundry area. Got to take them to the laundry mat. So I took three loads one day. Then she says, oh, I have some more I need to take. And these are not all her clothes. Next thing you know, I'm taking 
four more and I was okay with four, which was a total of seven. But when I went back to get her, she didn't have four. She had nine. And I just started crying because I, I said to myself, this is a lot. This is a lot, but I can't turn her down. I want to turn her down. But the Lord's like, no, I need you to do this for your mother. It had nothing to do with me. And although I wanted to just throw my hands up and say, I'm not doing this. I just went ahead and did it through the tears and just did it. And it's tough, but she was happy at the end. And that is what God wants to see from us. That we are doing what he wants us to do so people can learn that he is a loving father. He is not this ogre. The world portrays God and blames God for all the pain and the hurt that happens in our lives. And it's not his fault. He has given all of us will. We can choose to do things and we can choose to do and to not do things. It's a choice. So Abraham had a choice whether he was going to sacrifice Isaac or not. He could have told him no. Adam and Eve had a choice whether they were going to eat from the um, tree of knowledge. and They had a choice. What he won't do is make you do stuff. You got to do it because you love him, not... Out of fear that he's going to hurt you. He loves us. And through us, his love is expressed so that people can love him more. So, you think about our current situation with the food. that They just passed some law where they can sell fake meat. We have toxins and chemicals all through our food. The FDA approves it. The government has approved it. A lot of people are getting sick. A lot of people are getting cancer. A lot of people are dying. A lot of people have just stuff going on. And it's some of it's because of our food. But as soon as an individual dies, it's God's fault. We never look at the root of what's going on. We are making choices for ourselves and others that are not of God's will. And we are reaping a harvest of that. So with that being said, I want to just go back a little bit. Um, I mentioned some scriptures, but I didn't give reference. And I want to give reference because some people need that point of reference. So doing good to the household of God, that's in Galatians 6.10. And um, walking in the spirit is Galatians 5.16. And the fruit of the spirit is going to be found in Galatians 5.22 and 23. Now, I did not make mention of Galatians 5.19 and 21. But the works of the flesh, that's where that list is located. And loving God, but not the brother you see, is in 1 John 4, verse 20. And the goodness of God, it's his goodness that leads us to repentance. It's found in Romans 2, 4. 
So think about the many chances, the many mercies that he shows you on a daily basis. He wants people to know him as the loving God. But we can't show him a loving God if we're not being willing to be kind to people for no reason. And we can't mirror the world because then we're no longer the salt of the earth or the light of the world. We have to show different. We have to show patience. We have to show kindness. That's what's going to separate us from what they currently see. We can't be casual and say, that's not our concerns. Jesus always said, I must be about my father's business. We have to be about the father's business. There's an urgency right now for us to minister the gospel to others so that people can get saved on that first ticket, on that first round ticket, when the trumpet blows and we get raptured. God wants as many people as possible to get in the first round draft pick. But we have to be participating with the Lord to preach the gospel to the world. That's why it's important to be kind. It's going to show them what is different, what is missing, what is lacking. You are lacking the love of a eternal father. People don't understand that when we get to heaven, God's not going to have any grandchildren. We are all his children. He wants to see us gathered together. We get to see different family members, but everybody is his child. So remember when you're going about your way, just be kind to others. Be courteous. Hold a door. Um, Help with groceries. Give good advice. Smile at people. That you can't be hurt if you smile and wave at somebody. Get over this. They don't speak to me. I ain't speaking to them. Why wouldn't you show them the light of God's grace in your life? I'll be blinding people with my smile. Hello. How are you? If they speak, if they don't speak. I'm going to show God's kindness to people. So. I think that's going to be it for today. You can definitely uh, check out my podcast anytime it's streaming on Spotify. I want you to have a great, great, great week, but keep God at the forefront of your mind and obeying his will. He values you so much and he loves you so much and he wants you to spread the God kind of love to others. So stay out of your feelings. Glorify the Lord, magnify the Lord, giving praise, giving the honor that's due his name. He wakes you up every morning and he wants you to share what he's done for you with others. God bless you all. Thanks, Thanks for, listening for listening to Tanya J. Right? right?